The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Although you might not know this, age-related disease and health decline can start in our 60s, our 50s, our 40s, even our 30s. What you don't know can harm you. But with the right knowledge about your health and your body, these age-related issues can be prevented or even reversed. You'll get that knowledge today on Healthy Aging with Dr. Denise Bogard. Dr. Bogard and her guests will answer your questions about your health. We want you to age gracefully. Now, here is Dr. Denise Bogard. Good morning. My name is Dr. Denise Bogard. Over the next 13 weeks, we are going to talk about healthy aging. This has been a passion of mine for a number of years. What are the outer limits of your human lifespan? When we look at aging, It's defined in two separate entities, your chronological age and your physiological age. Dr. Mike Roizen, who is an anesthesiologist and one of my mentors, established a test that you can take to compare your chronological and physiological age. When I practiced as an anesthesiologist, I was amazed at how some people who were 50 could look like they were 70, and some people who were 70 could look like they were 50. That's when I started to look at aging and the factors involved in staying healthy and living a vibrant life. (laughs) Most people are healthy in their teens, their 20s, 30s and sometimes their 40s, but then their health starts to decline in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, and by the time they face death, most are living a compromised life with many medical problems. The amount of money spent in the last six weeks of most people's lives is greater than what is spent through the rest of one's lifetime. When I first see my patients, the way I explain my practice is to draw a curve with optimal health in your younger years. And then by 40 or 50, the slope starts to drop down and slowly or rapidly it declines. My goal is to slow that decline and pull the curve of health up. I tell my patients, I may not help you live longer, but hopefully the quality of your life will be better. I mentioned most people are healthy in their childhood, teens, 20s, 30s, and 40s. Now, this comment has to be prefaced with some sad facts. Obesity has become an epidemic in our country. 
one only has to compare obesity maps in decades to see with each decade, obesity has increased throughout the United States. Two-thirds of adults are considered to be overweight, and one-third of adults are obese. One-twentieth of adults are morbidly obese. One-third of children ages 6 to 19 are considered overweight and one-sixth or one-third of children ages 6 to 19 are considered overweight and one-sixth of children ages 6 to 19 are considered obese. Obesity also increases the risk of diabetes, which we'll cover in a separate entire program. As we look at conventional medical standards, the aging process is allowed to unfold. Aches and pains, failing body parts, increasing weakness and frailty were simply a part of the normal aging process. Diseases such as heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, osteoporosis, Alzheimer's, prostate cancer, breast cancer set in, and medications are prescribed to manage them. Take, for example, two medications that are commonly prescribed by physicians. The first one is statins, and the second one is proton pump inhibitors. I'll talk about each one of these and how we prescribe them so frequently, but we don't realize that they deplete the body of vital nutrients. The statins deplete CoQ10, as well as vitamin E, omega-3s, vitamin D, vitamin K, vitamin A, the selenoproteins, like selenium, carnitine, copper, zinc, and creatine. Additionally, statins cause insulin resistance and cognitive decline. Proton pump inhibitors block normal acid production. Healthy bacteria need acid to thrive. Blocking acid creates a leaky gut syndrome, opening the whole body up to a number of diseases. 80% of the body's immune system is in the gastrointestinal tract. So when your gastrointestinal tract is impaired, your immune system is impaired. Most people are accustomed to this style of medicine. Healthy aging, on the other hand, takes a very different approach. When the focus in conventional medicine has been the diagnosis and treatment of disease, the goal of healthy aging is to promote 
optimal disease and wellness. It's to prevent disease rather than let the disease progress along its course. What can we do to slow aging? The good news is we can do a lot to slow it down and even reverse the aging process. On a cellular level, three major aging factors occur. Oxidation, inflammation, and glycation. Each of these processes can wreak havoc in our bodies. They can work together and feed upon each other, making the process so much more deadly. Abnormal methylation is also a factor in rapid aging. Let's talk about oxidation first. Oxidation is caused by free radicals. They're high energy molecules that are unstable. What they do is they roam about our bodies interfering with normal cell processes. They damage cells and certain cells are more vulnerable to the effects of oxidation. Inflammation will be discussed in depth as one of our weekly topics, and I'll address that a little further down as I start to talk about the topics that we're going to discuss with each one of the weeks. Glycation will be discussed in the diabetes section as the third aging factor. When your body is exposed to too much sugar, the process of glycation is triggered. This results in cell damage with chronic inflammation being triggered. Think of it this way. If you took a sugared soda, poured it on the floor, and let it dry, without wiping it up, you'd have a sticky mess. The same thing happens inside your cells when glycation occurs. I call it the sticky bun phenomena. It's essentially like a sticky bun sticking together. This causes platelets to clump, blood vessels to narrow, damage amyloid substances in your brain, and a whole range of other diseases. And then methylation is a simple chemical process in which a methyl group, and what a methyl group is, is one carbon and three hydrogen atoms, something that is ubiquitous to our environment. This becomes attached to other molecules. Your body uses methylation to get rid of chemical waste in the body. Methylation is critical for a number of functions in our body, especially normal brain function and the breakdown of some of our hormones. So let's talk about the topics that I have included 
to discuss on our 13-week journey. First of all, I'm going to talk about hormones. Hormone replacement is an integral part of my medical process, my medical practice. Successful aging entails much more than hormone replacement, but few things have had such an immediate and profound effect on the quality of life as restoring hormones to optimal levels. Within a few weeks of beginning hormone replacement, patients typically experience a new level of energy, physical vitality, improved mental function, increased resistance to disease, a more useful, youthful skin, and a more youthful physique. Although hormone productions begin to taper during our 20s, we don't fully feel the effects until we reach our 40s or 50s. Then, as we reach menopause for women and andropause for men, this decline and hormone production goes further. Both menopause and andropause contribute to the progression of aging. The, the goal of hormone administration is to achieve optimal levels, but never to achieve unnaturally high levels of any hormone. When we cover hormones, I will explain the difference between bioidentical hormones and conventional or synthetic hormone replacement. I will also address the various methods of hormone replacement. I'll also suggest some of the books that I recommend <clears throat> to my patients, such as Keeping a Breast by Dr. Mahmud. He's an oncologist from Minnesota. And what your doctor may not tell you about breast cancer, how hormone balance can help save your life by Dr. John Lee. <clears throat> the next week, we'll talk about advanced cardiovascular health. Traditional lipid testing, that is the cholesterol, the LDL, the HDL, and the triglycerides, failed to detect cardiovascular disease in its early stages. A 2009 study showed that 50% of patients hospitalized for coronary events had normal levels of traditional markers of LDL cholesterol. Dr. Mark Houston, a cardiologist from Nashville, writes two books, What Your Doctor Doesn't Tell You About Heart Disease and What Your Doctor Doesn't Tell You About Hypertension. He states, that coronary artery disease is the, the result of inflammation, oxidative stress involving free radical formation, and autoimmune 
damage to your coronaries. Again, those were the three basic processes that we were talking about earlier. When I was in medical school, we learned that there were five risk factors for coronary artery disease. There are about 200 risk factors for coronary artery disease. In my practice, I go beyond to measure the breakdown of lipoproteins, inflammation and stress markers, genetic variants, as well as cardiac metabolic markers. <clears throat> Included in my assessment is a cardiac test measuring the elasticity of your blood vessels, showing markers of early and later blood vessel disease. We'll also talk about hypertension and what's actually taking place in the blood vessel when a patient's blood pressure is elevated. Hypertension is a side effect of the damage occurring in the blood vessels. Ways to address and prevent hypertension will be included. Next, we'll cover diabetes. As mentioned earlier, diabetes is on the increase in the United States. It is a preventable disease. Diabetes is becoming a modern, silent epidemic. It's a metabolic disorder characterized by elevation of, fast, elevation of fasting blood sugar. It may be caused by too much glucose, too little insulin, or insulin resistance, but the complications of chronic uncontrolled blood sugar are devastating. Increased risk of heart disease, stroke, kidney disease, blindness, loss of nerve function. This is a Western disease which reflects our diet, exercise, and level of stress. I always emphasize to my patients that this is a reversible disease. We have many natural ingredients that can help regulate our blood sugar. But again, I emphasize to my patients without lifestyle changes, that is decreasing the sugar, starch, alcohol in your diet, exercising regularly, managing your stress. We're only delaying the inevitable. <clears throat> Food is the primary foundation for blood sugar control. It's also called glycemic control. Food can either be our poison or it can be our therapy, depending on its content. We'll look closer in further sessions uh, to our nutrition, and I'll also have a guest speaker on to, to help us cover uh, nutrition. Come back, we'll start to cover some more topics, uh, such as 
inflammation, thyroid, adrenal health, nutrition, stem cells, telomeres, sleep, and neurotransmitters. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of return to peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to Healthy Aging with Dr. Denise Bogard. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to bogardhealth at gmail.com. And now, back to Healthy Aging. Good morning. This is Dr. Denise Bogard again. And as we covered uh, some of the factors that contribute to aging, the accelerated aging process, and some of the ways we can uh, address some of the areas that we can address to improve our aging process, I will continue to talk about some of these factors. I wanted to mention that I dedicate this show to my mother, who's 96 years old and still very sharp mentally and has been a major inspiration in my life. I also want to dedicate this to my son, Jerry, who just passed away March 4th. And we'll talk a little bit later at the end about grief and wellness in grief. Um, Next we'll talk about inflammation. Inflammation is a natural response of the body designed to prevent infection and to repair damage in our body. Swelling, redness, warmth, and pain are all hallmarks of inflammation. 
Your body recognizes foreign invaders and it fights to defend itself. This kind of inflammation is short term and very beneficial. But inflammation becomes a problem if it is chronic. With chronic inflammation, the body keeps fighting and it gets stuck in the fight mode. The chemicals released wind up damaging or killing the body's own cells. Instead of protecting the body, the inflammatory process starts to destroy it. Chronic inflammation, I believe, is the root of most degenerative diseases, including arthritis, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, hypertension, autoimmune diseases such as thyroid, thyroiditis, multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's, other forms of dementia. In my practice, I measure various markers of inflammation, including fibrinogen, C-reactive protein, myeloperoxidase, and LP-PLA2. This marker is a marker that shows if you've got early plaque. Once inflammation is established, we set out to find the cause for the inflammation and then use measures to reverse this inflammation. I look at the GI tract, as mentioned, 80% of the immune system is in the GI tract. So if you don't have a healthy GI tract, you don't have a healthy immune system. Sleep apnea also contributes greatly to inflammation. If you don't get a sound sleep, reoxygenating and regenerating and reviving your cells and achieve good REM sleep, You can go on to create chronic inflammation, which then develops high blood pressure in your lungs and in your systemic circulatory system. This adds to the inflammatory process. Also, persistent infections such as periodontal disease or chronic bladder infections contribute to inflammation. The next week, we'll talk about thyroid health. Every single muscle, organ, and cell in the body depends on adequate thyroid hormone levels to achieve and maintain optimal functioning. In a hypothyroid state, the thyroid gland is releasing inadequate amounts of thyroid hormone to meet the body's 
metabolic demands. And the metabolic rate is therefore reduced. In a hyperthyroid state, the thyroid gland is releasing excessive amounts of thyroid hormone, which results in an elevated metabolic rate. Hashimoto's disease and Graves' disease are chronic autoimmune diseases resulting in damage to the thyroid cells and can often lead to hyperthyroidism initially followed by hypothyroidism later in the course of the illness. Treating autoimmune disease is challenging. Treatment must be individualized. Sometimes it takes trial and error to find the best treatment for the individual. Treating the underlying causes of the illness, if it can be found, is the best course. I do food allergy testing to look at food sensitivities. And again, as I mentioned, 80% of your immune system is in your GI tract. So this is a situation where your food can either harm you or it can help you. By implementing dietary and nutritional support, most individuals with autoimmune thyroid disorders can significantly improve their condition. Next, we'll talk about adrenal health. The adrenal glands sit on top of your kidneys and produce a variety of important hormones such as cortisol, the stress hormone. These hormones are secreted by your adrenals and they influence all the major processes in your body. Adrenal fatigue is usually caused by some form of stress. This stress can be physical, emotional, psychological, environmental, infectious, or a combination of many of these together. Stress can come in major events such as the death of a loved one, an an automobile accident, or a serious illness. Stress can also take its toll in less obvious ways. If these smaller stresses accumulate or become chronic, the adrenals glands have no opportunity to fully recover, and adrenal fatigue is usually the result. Primary components of lifestyle leads to adrenal fatigue, and most of these are lack of sleep, poor food choices, Using food and drinks as stimulants stimulants when tired. Staying up late, though fatigued. Being constantly in a position of powerlessness. Constantly driving yourself. Trying to be perfect. Staying in double binds. No-win situations. Lack of enjoyable 
and rejuvenating activities. Our treatment for adrenal fatigue will be discussed on a multidisciplinary level. I include lifestyle, uh, supplements, a lot of blood sugar, inflammation. I address lots of issues in the uh, adrenal program. The next week, as I mentioned, we'll talk about nutrition. Making the correct choices about what to eat can improve your overall physical and mental fitness and even help mitigate certain hormone-related conditions. Nutrition is essential for balanced health. I look forward to sharing Sherlyn Christmas John, Certified Nutritionist, on this segment. I've worked with Dr. or I've worked with uh, Sherlyn very closely in my practice and refer my patients to her, and she has a lot of experience with helping uh, patients turn their health around. The next week, <clears throat> we'll talk about stem cells, <clears throat> and this is a. Um, area that I'm opening my practice up to and currently in the midst of uh, becoming certified in stem cell replacement. Autologous stem cells are taken from a patient's own body. Both bone marrow and fat contain numerous cells that can serve multiple functions when released, including the release of proteins that reduce inflammation and help in the healing of tissues. They take on the properties of the surrounding tissues to rebuild the injured areas. These stem stem cells have been used successfully in various areas of medicine. The places that I will concentrate my stem cell practice will be treating advanced osteoarthritis in various joints and intravenously for both Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and multiple sclerosis, various autoimmune diseases. I look forward to talking to you more fully about the stem cells and uh, the exciting um, information that's on the forefront with stem cells. The next week, we'll talk about telomeres. Telomeres are structures that exist at the tip of the chromosomes. On their most basic level, They play a role similar to that of the small plastic tabs on the ends of your shoelaces. The purpose of these tabs is to keep the lace from unraveling. And the telomeres provide an equivalent function in our body. As chromosomes divide, Telomeres help keep the cell intact. In turn, each time a chromosome divides, the telomere gets shorter and shorter 
until the cell reaches a point that it can no longer divide. This shortening of the telomere occurs gradually as we age. And by monitoring these changes, doctors can now provide insight into where you are in the aging process, regardless of how many birthdays you've had. Shortened telomeres are associated with certain types of cancer, heart disease, lung disease, diabetes, and Alzheimer's disease. In my practice, we can measure your telomeres. And then getting a baseline of your telomere length, we can do various maneuvers to improve your telomeres, such as optimizing your growth hormone, optimizing your hormones, optimizing your thyroid and adrenal function, decreasing your inflammation, improving your blood sugar, improving your sleep, your nutrition. There's also a supplement that stops the breakdown of the telomeres, which I have incorporated into my practice. And we can talk about that further when we talk about your telomeres. When we come back, we're going to cover a couple more topics, sleep regulation and neurotransmitters. And then from there, I will be open to various questions if anyone wants to call in and ask questions uh, regarding my practice, regarding the process of improving your aging process, and any other questions uh, that you would like to ask. As we continue on, the next topic that we will talk about will be sleep. Again, um, we'll take a break shortly, and then we come back, we'll look at sleep. A lot can be done. Uh, uh, Many, many of my patients come and say they're not sleeping well. Either they have trouble falling asleep or they wake up during the middle of the night. And um, medications that we use uh, conventionally actually interfere with your neurotransmitter production. And so I encourage a more natural approach to improving your sleep. And I look at a number of areas to um, improve that. And I've had a lot of success in my practice with improving my patient's sleep.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to Healthy Aging with Dr. Denise Bogard. To reach the program today, please call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to bogardhealth at gmail.com. And now, back to Healthy Aging. Good morning. <clears throat> this is our last in segment on this particular show. And I have started with reviewing some of the topics that we'll cover over the next 13 weeks. As we delve further into each one of these topics, I encourage you to pick up the phone and call and ask questions. I will do my best to answer him. And if I can't get the answer right then, I'll do what I can too do some further research and help you out with questions, various questions. As I mentioned before we took the break, next I'm going to look at sleep. Again, many of my patients, when they come to my practice, one of the biggest complaints is I'm not sleeping well. I either have trouble falling asleep or I wake up during the middle of the night. The role of hormones and their balance affects sleep, especially the hormones such as melatonin, cortisol, and progesterone. Also, neurotransmitters such as serotonin, GABA, also affect our sleep. Sleep apnea is a huge big interference in normal sleep. So what I do is look at, first of all, how you're sleeping. If you have a sleep tracker, it's very helpful to improve your sleep. Balancing your hormones, balancing your neurotransmitters, Addressing sleep apnea, testing for sleep apnea. I have a home sleep apnea device that I send home with patients so they don't have to go to a sleep center and get hooked up to a a number of um, 
um, wires. They can take it home. It uh, sits on their wrist and basically monitors their sleep during the night and monitors the level of oxygen desaturation. We can measure neurotransmitters, which also show if there's a deficiency of serotonin, GABA, uh, if there's any neuroinflammation. And um, we measure cortisol and look at the cortisol curve throughout the day. Many times what I'll see is an elevation in cortisol in the evening, which stops the uh, ability to really calm down and, and get a, achieve a normal sleep and fall asleep. I have various supplements that help to replenish the neurotransmitters in your brain so that you can have a normal, healthy sleep. And then again, uh, especially in women, once I balance their hormones, getting rid of their hot flashes and then giving them progesterone orally at night helps them uh, very uh, it tremendously helps their sleep hygiene. Again, sleep is your natural healer. It's your body's way of replenishing and restoring its function and especially your brain function. And then lastly, we'll talk about neurotransmitters. The neurotransmitters are molecules made out of amino acids. They serve as chemical messengers in the nervous system. They transmit information between the brains and the organs to control vital functions such as breathing, heart rate, Neurotransmitters are also involved in our cognitive function, such as thinking, memory, our emotions, and again, our sleep. A number of factors can diminish our body's supply of neurotransmitters. These include chronic stress, diet, neurotoxins such as alcohol, nicotine, caffeine, and certain genetic disorders. Symptoms of neurotransmitter imbalance include mood swings, depression, bipolar disorder, irritability, ADD, ADHD, stress, anxiety, difficulty concentrating, memory decline, sleep disturbances, weight issues, fatigue, decreased sex drive, hormonal imbalance, and digestive problems. We can measure, and in my practice, we measure neurotransmitters in the urine, and then we use various pharmaceuticals to balance these 
neurochemicals, these neurotransmitters, as well as natural treatments to improve your neurotransmitters. These are the various topics that we will include over the next 13 weeks. And then at the end of the 13 weeks, we'll have a summary of the previous modules. And as I mentioned, I will talk a little bit about grief and wellness as I've had to walk through it myself um, most intimately recently. Each one of us carries, we, we know that death is inevitable. We're all destined to die at some point. But each one of us carries a unique level of knowledge, skills, wisdom, life experiences, and human relationships. All of this information is lost when someone dies. Every time a li- every time a human being dies, a library burns. It's a horrible tragedy that all of our life experiences get lost, both the good and the bad. Again, death is inevitable, but as we look at the way we take care of our cars, if you've got a a precious car, you repair it, you maintain it, and the same goes for our homes. If you've got a precious home, you maintain it, you repair it, the same should go for our bodies. Um, I look at um, this body as a, God gave us this body, it's a temple of the Holy Spirit. And from this, it's my, my feeling that it is our goal to keep it as healthy as can be. There are a couple quick tests that you can look at to basically figure out your chronological age. Do you exercise for at least 45 minutes three or more times a week? If you do, subtract five years. Do you smoke? If you do, add 10 years. Do you drink three or more drinks of alcohol? on a daily basis. Add five, add seven years. Do you sleep between seven and nine hours most nights? Subtract five years. If you're male and your waist is less than 36 inches, subtract five years. If you're female and your waist is less than 32 inches, likewise, subtract five years. Do you take fish oil? If you take 3,000 milligrams a day or more, subtract five years. Generally speaking, are you happy? 
subtract seven years. Do you eat fried fish more than, excuse me, do you eat fried foods more than twice a week? Add three years. In an ideal world, we all eat well all the time. Our food would be grown in nutrient-rich soil that contains no pesticides and no heavy metals from acid rain. Cattle, chickens, and other animals would be raised in clean conditions They wouldn't be pumped full of hormones and antibiotics. Produce would be clean and not packaged in factory-like warehouses where E. coli and other bacteria can quickly spread. This unfortunate situation happens in our country continuously to contaminate even organic food. It's tough to get the phytonutrients that fortify our immune system daily. And so as part of my practice, I include the incorporation of pharmaceutical grade supplements. Not all supplements are the same. We buy only high quality ingredients. We look for brain. I'm very careful to um, check and double check to make sure that if I prescribe a supplement that the job that it's set out to do it completes Um, one of the examples is uh, as I mentioned earlier the process of methylation when I do my lab testing we look at various genetic mutations And what these do is actually interfere with your body's ability to detox. Genetically, as we find, many people have some genetic mutation and are not able to detox appropriately. With this, they will need nutritional support. A regular B vitamin has folic acid and cyanocobalamin in it. When you've got a genetic mutation in methylation, one needs methylated folate and methylated B12. These, the, this is addressed on my lab testing, and then, again, uh, pharmaceutical-grade methyl B vitamins are prescribed. Also, fish oil. Fish oil can be contaminated with mercury. I'm very careful to get pharmaceutical-grade fish oil, and um, each one of the 
batches are tested to make sure that there's no mercury present. One easy way I tell my patients is to put your fish oil in the freezer. If it gets cloudy, it's not a pure fish oil. If it doesn't, it's most likely a pure fish oil. As we move along through the various 13 weeks, again, I will encourage you to call in and ask questions. And anything I can do to help improve your health, I would love to do that. That's been my goal to... Uh, optimize your health and to increase your energy level and your um, vitality in your life. This spills over into your family's relationships, your friends, and uh, various aspects of your life. I also encourage you to um, look at other aspects such as exercise um, and um, incorporating both aerobic and resistance training as well as um, yoga for flexibility. And um, uh, if we have time, I would love to talk about that more further. Thank you for joining us this week for Healthy Aging. Be sure to join your host, Dr. Denise Bogard, again next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again soon. 